frickin' A, people. I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Truth Fairies podcast. Oh my gosh, it is a thousand degrees outside. One actual thousand I am sweating. Me too. Like a Jorge in La Iglesia. Is that mean in a horn church? Yes, that's my take on that. Nice. I like it. So how are you? And you're Spanish because you're still doing Duolingo. (laughs) Why do I hate that so bad? I don't know. The funniest thing, though, the other day at work, we had um, somebody call that was a Spanish speaker, and Heather answered. (laughs) Did she tell you? Yes. She was tearing it up. Thank you, Duolingo. Thank you, Duolingo. She was tearing it up in Spanish. I just picture that little scene in Bridesmaids where she tries to make a speech. <laughs> yes. En la escuela. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, that was all of us. You should have. We were all behind at the front desk, but there was like four of us, and we're all we're like Google translating as we're speaking. Yeah. It was great. Heather, who you might know from previous episodes. Now works for Jamie, who is a, now a boss babe. Boss babe! Hashtag girl boss. And we have a lot of fun. And they get to work together. And my mom was like, are you going to be okay? Like, if Heather and Jamie, like, get real close, are you going to, like... Because yeah. my mom was a school secretary. That was her yeah. job for years and years. And she's like, I know the bond between mm-hmm. a secretary and a principal. But And, you know, I don't know if you want to... We have a bond. Yeah, you're going to so bond. We're, we're gonna, you and I are still, our bond is deeper. It will always be. Always I'm sorry, be. Heather. I'm sorry. You have Robin. Yep. I have Jamie, and that is how it is going to be. But I'm like, no, I don't, like, she's like, no, really? Like, is it going to hurt your feelings? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh. I know. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm so secure in our friendship. I know. Me too. Good. It's going to be fine. Good. Okay. And if it's not, I'll fire Heather. <laughs> Me and you'll hire me. Yes. You better oh, find a job for me soon, though. Okay. Okay. So, hi. Hi. What is, let's talk, let's just dive in. Let's dive in about what's tickling our fat. What fancies. is tickling your fancy? I'll tell you what's not tickling mine. Since I, I always. I like that it turns into an anti tickle. <laughs> so, the what other. What is poking your boob? What is poking my boob? Boob? Yeah. Okay. Remember when you punched Abby's boob last weekend because she had a mosquito on it? Oh, uh, we were at we were at a lake and Abby was sitting out at the lake and she had a mosquito on, like she had her arms up and a mosquito on her under boob, if you will. And Side I mean, boob. I just went in hot. You did. Just, just smacked it. So I'm going to say the opposite of tickling your fancy is punching your boob. Okay. From now on. Okay. What's punching your boob? What's punching my boob is that I ordered one of those Stanley mugs. Let, yeah. Yeah. So my sister, so the other day, Katie texts me in the morning and she's like, those Stanley mugs are available. Do you want me to order you one? So she ordered one for me and Robin and Robin got hers yesterday and I did not get mine. Oh. And I was so waiting to talk about it today because I already know it's going to be great. You know what? Let's talk about these damn Stanley mugs. Okay. Why? Okay. So we live in Idaho, which some people call like... Especially where I grew up, Eastern Idaho was like a mini Utah. It was like a subset of Utah. Now we're on the other side of the state, which is less Utah, Mormon, more housewives of Meridian City. Yes, but there is this thing. I'm going to come off like such a jerk. Okay, there is this thing about Mormon Utah moms where they 
it's like they glom onto things. Glob? Globod? Glom? Glob? They glob onto things and a Stanley mug. I did not even know what a Stanley mug was until like a month ago. And then someone was like, you're not a real Utah mom unless you have a Stanley mug. And I'm like, what is the big deal? I just lit my mug on fire. (laughs) Because I don't want to be a Utah Mormon mom. Well, you are. I am not. That is what the Stan- that's Kay. what the Stanley mug is. That is what your daughter's Brooke. not a mom, but she is a Utah wife. Okay, but these mugs have a narrow base to fit in any car holders, even the smaller ones that you have oh, experienced we're, we're in car shopping. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, <laughs> they keep things cold. They have a handle built in. They're dishwasher safe. You know what? It is 2022. Any mug you buy has those exact same things. That's not true. It is. Find me one. I bought a mug on Amazon five years ago that meets all of your criteria. That's not true. How much is said Stanley mug? Okay, two of them for $92. Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) Best $92 I've ever spent. You don't even know that. I know that it's going to be. These mugs, okay, let's back up a bit. Brooke went went car shopping this weekend. Yeah. And she ruled out vehicles. I did. Ruled them out based on the size of their cup holders. Do you blame me? No, but I'm saying this Stanley mug just opened up your options. It opened up your car buying options. Okay, well, I didn't know that. Well, now you're stuck with a brand new car that you don't want. Well, if I had known... Okay, for real? No, your car is lovely. Okay, but how small is the like base of this? Like it's it like fits a, in a Lexus? It's like a, yeah, it's like a normal size. Well, now I'm pissed. I know. Is See, that you why could have been driving a Lexus? Is that why this is such a big deal for these Utah moms? Absolutely. Because my Amazon mug that I don't have with me is it has a smaller base, it gets bigger and it has a handle. It has the thing and it has a straw. That's all I want in my life. And it keeps everything cold and it was like 30 bucks or whatever. Yeah. So, we were, we were literally shopping Aaron's like, that morning was like, can we go look for cars today? Because my 15-year-old started driving and took over my minivan. And I don't care about being cool. So I'm like, I will drive that minivan until I die. Until I, I die. don't give a crap. So, but then she ran into a mailbox. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and a poll at So Delicious. Understandable. And opened the the hood while the garage was shut and scratched up the back. <laughs> So we're like, should we just let her keep this minivan instead of fixing it and get me a new car? So this was so we decided a few like a month ago, we're just going to get me a car that's a little bit smaller that doesn't fit the horde of children and let her keep the minivan. Then if we need to transport eight kids, we have the minivan and I can drive a smaller car. So we go to the car lot just to kind of like just to see the sizes and to kind of get a feel and then then we'll keep looking, right? Right. So we go and we look at like the smaller like Audi Q3s and the the smaller but they almost look like station wagons to me. Mhm. So then I decide I want the bigger five-seater cars that have the big trunk. It's yeah. almost like a it mini has a SUV. Great trunk. Okay. Oh yeah. So we we just think we're just going to decide on the size. Then we find the the Volkswagen Atlas and all the different sizes. So we're looking at like Lexus, Mercedes, um, BMW, Audi, um, even Kias. And I'm like, they all have, all the nice ones have tiny cup holders. 
So we find this atlas. It's the right size. It has a big cup holder. And I'm like, let's just buy it. You're like, you know what? This is the best thing we've ever spent all of our money on. <laughs> so we walk in. We're just like, we're just looking. We're just browsing. You can tell the guy's like, like <laughs> not really like giving us a lot of attention because we're, we're telling him. We're just kind of looking at sizes at this point. And then like an hour later, we come back. We're like, we're just going to buy it. He's like, what? Like, just that one right there that, like, we're just going to buy it. <laughs> I'm like, my cup fits in it. My cup fits. So we bought it. Good for you. Way to take a stand on I, something very important. You know, we're both that way, though. And I feel like most couples have one partner that's, like, a really, like, let's take our time. Let's do all the research. Ugh, that's Jake. Let's look at it. Yeah, that's and, but I'm Aaron the impulsive and I, one. Aaron and I are both impulsive. Oh, how fun. No, it's kind of bad. Yeah, like I, I'll call Jake and be like, let's take the whole family to Disneyland today. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, wow, rein it in, sister. No, Aaron would be like, book it. <laughs> For real. It's a, it's a bad, that's the only thing we have in common that's like kind of a negative. Oh. We bought all of our houses the day we saw them. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. I know. We're just kind of like, eh. Probably why we got married six months after we met each other. <laughs> like, why not? Let's why go. Not? We knew what we wanted. We were like geriatric by the by Mormon standards. Yes, you were. So we were like, eh, Kurt and your dad. Let's just do it. Hmm. It worked out. Everything works out. Everything does. It's not that big of a deal. Please don't say everything works out for a reason or I'll choke myself out right now. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I meant. I just okay, like, good. you know, okay, good. if I regret it, if I regret not having a minivan, I'll just drive your minivan. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So there you go. anyway. Um, okay. So my, that's what tickled my fancy. Let me tell you. I told you what is not tickling mine, and that's what my mug isn't here. But let me tell you what is tickling my fancy. Okay. This, I know, it sounds, I know the readers think that I am just like morbidly obese, They're and I just lay in my bed and watch TV all day. That's not true. <laughs> Although, this may <laughs> lead you to question that. Okay. I have been walking the sec- watching The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. <gasps> Do you know this? No. <gasps> but is it about Native American skinwalkers? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I've been fascinated with okay. that since the 90s. So this, there's a guy who owns the Skinwalker Ranch in, it's like, they say northern Utah, but it's really like the northern part of the lower end of Utah. So it's really more of the eastern part of Utah. Okay, none of that made sense. But. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Okay. More Eastern Utah by okay. my standards. Which is where we, that would be close to us because we are bordering. Nope. Nope. We're, we're Western. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Just keep going. Pretend like it didn't happen. I don't know compasses. So he, Eastern Idaho. Wow. <laughs> Eastern Utah. This guy owns this ranch, Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> this old Indian ground territory, whatever. But... It's, there's just so much more than I can tell you in this little segment. But okay. anyway, this guy owns the ranch. There's been all this paranormal stuff that dates back like 100 plus years. And he is this rich, um, like a realtor, like a, yeah, like realtor money. He's some wealthy dude in Salt Lake. Is he Native American? No, he's a white guy. Okay. He's a white Mormon, actually. Oh, interesting. And he, so he has employed this whole staff of like scientists, like NASA, people that have worked with NASA, like like legitimate serious people with PhDs and shit to come and work on his ranch full time because all this weird stuff is happening. And so there's, there's two, I think there's two seasons so far, maybe there's three, but anyway, it's like 
they go and do all these like legitimate investigations of the weird stuff that happens. Ooh. So it's so Is it an Indian reservation though? Well, no, it's private property, but it was it was like Indian ground. Okay. Yeah, so there is some yeah. But so it's so fascinating to me because on one hand, like the sh- the stuff that they are doing there is intriguing and interesting. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's like this group of like six grown men acting like infants. Really? <laughs> yes. Ooh. Like they'll go and conduct all these investigations. And then the minute they get close to something, like something serious is happening. And then they're like, well, I think we've got enough data. Let's go back to the hut <sighs> and check through our data. And it's like, what? Are you kidding me? It's- like there's a skinwalker right there and you're turning around because you want to check your data. Oh. So I don't. It's, it's like those ghost hunters. Is it like the ghost yes. hunter shows? It's what's the guy's name on ghost hunters? Zach. Zach. Um, I have no idea. Do you know who I'm talking uh-uh. about that does that does? It's like every time he gets into uh, like he just makes shit up. Yeah. If I'm being honest, he gets yeah. into a house or a building and all of a sudden he'll be like. There's a very weird anomaly. Suddenly, I feel lightheaded and dizzy. I'm being taken over by a satanic entity. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my, you're just making stuff up. There's nothing to back this. Oh. So so it's kind of like half of what they find on this Skinwalker Ranch is like a feeling or right. their body temperature drops or they mm. get the heebie-jeebies. Or, no, don't so give me that. Part I of want it, real... But they have, like, this whole crew of, like, legitimate, legitimate people that are really? researching it. So it's actually really intriguing. And Jake and I have been, like, binge-watching it. And at some parts, we kind of, like, we make fun of it. But at the same time, we, can, we can't quit right. watching it. It's really, What's it on? It's on, um, you know, I'm not even sure. I want to say Hulu, but I might be making that up. Okay. It's on something. Okay. Netflix, Hulu, um... One of them, Skinwalker of Ranch. The Kay. Secret of Skinwalker okay, Ranch. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, it's really good. We've been Because I love, it. I remember going on road trips with Heather, my sister. We, When we both lived in Utah, I was like, she was married with little kids and I was like in college. And sometimes we would leave in the middle of the night and drive home like four hours to Idaho Falls. Mm-hmm. And I remember her telling me about Skinwalkers. And like, I would be like, oh, I'm going to see a wolf. Yeah, it was so bizarre. So, yeah, it's really fun. You should watch it. Okay, I have been watching Snowflake Mountain. I've heard about this, but I, ha- I haven't watched it, but I've heard about it. It's inter- It's basically um, Gen Xers. Wait, nope. Ew. Gen Zers. Who are the young people that we don't relate to? Like the <laughs> <laughs> everybody that was born after Your children. 1980. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the young Early 20s kids that live at home, don't do a dish, think that they're entitled to everything. Also, every one of my kids. Just kidding. <laughs> my kids actually are kidding, not all you. like that. I'm totally kidding. No, they're not. They're not. They're but responsible. But it's like the, it's the stereotypical like Gen Xers. Nope. Why do I keep saying that? Gen Zers mm-hmm. who um, they basically say, hey, do you want to come on a reality show and come to a resort like the real world, whatever, yeah. all that? Well, it's really a trick. And their parents have set them up to go into the wilderness to be like tried and tested and put through the ringer and camp and like cut down trees and like take care of chickens and skin a deer. I'd be out with the chickens. Yeah. The minute I saw the chickens, I would be like, take your millions, I'm out. <laughs> it went, the minute I fowl hate fowl is involved. <laughs> I hate fowl so bad. <laughs> 
But it's kind of good. Like, you kind of see their transformations. And there's this one girl, Ray. There's a couple British people. And for some reason, if they're British, I just think they're charming. See, and my sister hates all people with accents. Really? Immediately hates them. Robin. I know. Stupid. For me, the minute they have a British accent, I'm like, you're fine. You're like, they're in. Yeah. They're in our circle. Yeah. Yeah. I like them. So, but it's kind of, there's been a couple complete pieces of crap that have left and not been able to hack it. Hmm. But you're kind of seeing them growing and like, it's kind, it's kind of a cute, kind of a guilty pleasure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, good. Yeah. Good, good. That's kind of the other night. So my husband's out of town and I was like, I'm going to, I put the kids to bed early, which by early is like 10 o'clock because it's summer. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple hours. I'm like, I'm going to watch a show. I'm going to look something up. The next thing I know, I've gotten on TikTok, and I was on TikTok for an hour and a half. Ugh. I've been sucked in. Sucks you in. Sucked. You're going to grow a hump on your neck. <laughs> I know. And another callus on my finger. My husband and I were talking on the way home. We drove to Oregon yesterday, and we were on the way home. We were talking about things, and I'm like, I am sure that, like, you know how human beings morph? Like, evolution. Like evolution. Yes. <laughs> the neck, like, we're morphing into people with humpback necks <gasps> from staring at our phones. I'm You're serious. We're right. all going to have a big hump. You're probably right. Now I'm super, like, conscious about it, and I'm always <laughs> pushing my neck back. Yeah. Because I don't want a freaking hump. Nope. So stop watching your phones. Yep. Well, I can't. Okay. So well, then but I did start. Big, I did start Big Brother. Oh, good. So that same night, I was like, I have to turn off my phone and start watching. I I've didn't only, even finish the first. Episode. Okay, I've only watched the first. We got to watch the other ones. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, let's move on let's to move on something to... like. The, the weird, weird and wacky world. world. Because I have, I swear I have done this before, but Mm-mm. you say I haven't, so I'm going for it. Okay. Okay, this makes me so happy. <laughs> An anonymous man has admitted to stealing his neighbor's garden gnome from their front lawn <laughs> because it was terrifying his five-year-old son. <laughs> the man explained that his neighbor, Cindy, has a large front garden. And I, these guys are British, so I think they just mean yeah. yard. In England, a garden is a yard. A garden is a yard. Which I love. So they have a large front yard and okay. uses part of it for a gnome village where she has several garden gnomes on display. But after she recently added a new gnome to her collection, the man's son has developed a fear of the garden statues and now <laughs> refuses to play in his own garden because he's terrified of the ornament. <laughs> The man insists he spoke to Cindy about removing the gnome, but she refused. So he took matters into his own hands and <laughs> and pinched it from her garden, hiding it in a bush so no one would find it. <laughs> in his post, he wrote, My neighbor Cindy has a large front garden. She grows flowers and some produce and also has a gnome village with those tacky garden gnomes that you see in garden centers that you can paint and whatnot. Okay. Recently, Cindy got a new gnome. For whatever reason, my five-year-old son has developed a fear of this particular gnome. I'm not sure why. I'm sure he's seen something scary on YouTube or something. The gnome is just a normal gnome with a gardening hoe and a basket of flowers. <laughs> I decided to talk to Cindy, explaining the problem, and asked if she would move the gnome to the back garden or behind the bushes on her patio. Cindy refused, <laughs> even though I wasn't asking for much. Um, a few days ago, my son was outside playing and his ball rolled into Cindy's yard. He refused to go get it and he was crying and begging me to go get the ball. I got it and moved the gnome behind some flower bushes. So he hides the gnome. (laughs) My plan was to move it back once my son stopped playing. The man's plan backfired when his neighbor came out to water her plants just moments later and noticed the missing gnome, leaving him forced to reveal where he hid it. Oh my gosh. 
He added, Cindy came out to water the garden. She noticed the gnome was gone and demanded to know where it was. She even threatened to call the police on me over a gnome. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. After I gave her back the gnome, Cindy told me not to come on her property again. And rightfully so, I might add. (laughs) Did you? Is that your? That's my my opinion. Okay. I told my wife what happened, and while she thinks Cindy overreacted, she also thinks I shouldn't have taken the gnome. She says our son will get over his fear in time or he'll just have to play in the back. I think our son has a right to play in his own front yard without being scared of a gnome. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, he has a right to play in his front yard, but you don't have a right to move here. Yeah, your... and Cindy has a right to that damn gnome the in gnome. her front yard. My confession is I love garden gnomes. Oh, gosh, they're so ugly. I know, but I have this weird, like, the vintage ones. I love them. I have, like, five or six of them in my backyard. Really? Yes. You haven't noticed? No. And they're old. No. And they're tacky. And I love them. I have one, a, a Halloween gnome, and I hate it. I love them. I hate it. You can have And mine. I know they're tacky, but something about them just brings me joy. It's like the elves. Do you think, do they remind you of the elves from Seven Dwarfs? No. Mm-mm. Well, they shouldn't because they're weird and small. There are no elves in Seven Dwarfs. Yes, there are. The Seven Dwarfs in, <laughs> in like, Snow White? <laughs> yes. They are dwarfs. They're dwarfs, not elves. Can we say that? Yes. Can we say dwarf? Yes. Yes, that's what they're The called. seven little people in Snow White. Yeah. Snow White and the seven littles. Okay. I, sorry. Side note, I have added, uh, I have this frog doing like a back walkover in my garden. Have you seen my, I call it my yoga frog? No. And then I added a, a banana, which you peel the banana and then it turns into a duck. So it's like a banana, but the face is a duck. <laughs> and I got that for my garden. <laughs> I love tacky, weird, like yard or like yard ornaments. I do. I have nothing to say. I, can't I know. Even comment. I know it's weird, but they okay. bring me joy. As long as you know. So I relate. Was it Cindy? Cindy. Yes. Cindy. Keep your gnome. You keep your damn gnome. You Cindy. keep that gnome. And you know what? You're not doing that little boy any favors by hiding all the gnomes in the neighborhood. Right. You know what I mean? That kid needs to buck up. You're five. You've dude. got. A, you've got. You're a going to kindergarten. Right. There are going to be scarier things than garden gnomes with hoes. Much scarier things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's not like he stole it. She can't call the police because he put it behind a she bush, went though. In, he went into her property and hid it. But he went into her property because the ball went there. So that doesn't give you right. That means I can just throw a ball <laughs> haphazardly into your house and just waltz in and be like, hey, my ball's here. Hey, I'm going to put 20,000 Orbeez in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Right? Okay. But they're not BFF, BFFs. That's true. I posted that on our Instagram, and some lady was like, if that were my friend, I would be making her come to my house and cleaning it all up. Oh, come on. Settle down, Karen. I was like, I literally had to throw them in the garbage. We like it loved was. it. But I did go through two weeks of trying to shrink them. I'm like, why, what am I doing? Why Let them go. Why just am I doing go. this again? So finally I just threw them all away. Good job. Thank, Thank you. you. See? Thank growth. You. You've made growth. I have. Okay. Well, tell me about your... Oh, honey. Oh, honey. All right. Where should I start? How about we start with this one? Okay. Speaking of gardens, for context, my... my so she's 28. Her husband's 33. She says, my husband comes from a wealthy family, and he he himself has inherited a number of assets from his relatives. 
One of them is a huge house where we live right now with a pool and a huge backyard with lots of features. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we decided to host our first cookout after we got married seven months ago, and we invited both his and my family. This was on a Friday. Both families came, and we had lots of fun. Then everyone went home later. I then got a phone call from mom, and she didn't sound okay. She asked whether or not my husband took money from his family before they attended the cookout. I was confused. I asked what she was talking about, and she told me that my husband charged every single person from my side of the family who attended $25. (laughs) I was utterly shocked and very angry and felt like this had legitimately damaged my relationship with most of my family because almost all of them came over. Not just that, but he got $275 from them. I was so livid, I hung up the phone and confronted him immediately. He told me my family got to enjoy the space and view and said that I should think of it as a resort cookout since his house has lots of luxuries. Uh, (laughs) I told him it was a horrible thing for him to do and that what made it worse is the fact that his family didn't pay like mine had to. He laughed and reminded me that his family gave him this house. I demanded he give the money back, but he said no, and that he won't even give it to me since the house is technically his. Mm, Half of it's hers, buddy. I went and took the money and gave everyone who paid their money back with a sincere apology for me. My husband found out and flipped out, calling calling me out what I did was an overstep and disrespectful. I told him he shouldn't have taken money from my family for being guests at our house, but he corrected me saying it's his house again, and said that he'd bet my family had never got to attend a cookout at a house like this, and it was just $25. But I disrespected him and went behind his back and took money that wasn't mine. We stopped talking after this argument, and he keeps venting to his mom about me taking his money that he earned his own way. Divorce him! Wow, that is so ballsy. So it wasn't even like, hey, to cover the meat or we're providing all the food, which wouldn't even be, like, to me, that's not even acceptable. No. But his thing was like, well, it's so fancy. It's like a resort. It's like they're paying to come to a fancy resort. Nobody wants to come to your house as a resort. Right. Wow, what a It's a bag. family barbecue. Can you imagine being t- charged $25? So this is what I think. I think she should divorce him and right. take that house in the divorce. It is half like, yours. It is half yours. Well, why are people so stupid? Right. That is terrible. I would be so mad. I would be so embarrassed. Right. I was reading something the other day that was talking about like barbecue etiquette. And it said that if you're hosting a barbecue, like if you're hosting and providing the meat, you don't get to ask people for it. Like that is... Yeah, like that, when you're hosting an event, you're really not supposed to ask people to bring things to the To bring event. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I I go back and forth because in some ways I'm like... Bring a side. Yeah, that's what we usually do is we're going to make all the meat. Aaron likes to smoke meat, so we'll make burgers or pulled pork or whatever and then bring a side to share because I feel like that takes, like, that's the only way yeah. that I feel less pressure. Right. And then you know that there's going to be enough food. Right. Because if people want to show up last minute, if they bring a side, no big deal because you're bringing, like, extra food. And then I don't have to worry about how many people are coming. We just make a ton of meat. Yeah. You just, I don't know. But I also feel, like, a little weird about it, like, even asking people to bring a side. Do you? Yeah. Wow. 
I but think I'm, that's just lovely. Did they say that's proper etiquette? Well, they said that it like if well they the somebody was talking about how they'd been invited to a barbecue and then asked to pitch in a cost for the meat. Oh no! And it was like no, if you're inviting people and you're providing the meat, you're providing the meat. Yeah, totally. So totally. And I'm always like, bring a side if you can't show up anyway. Yeah, like I cares? don't want you to not come you because do, yeah, you do great barbecues. By thank the you. Way. We you're need welcome. to thank you. Yes. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. But that was that was ridiculous. Yeah. I would be stupid. So I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. And, and I if would, you're yeah. rich and have a big that's what makes it even worse. Is like you have the big house, you have the assets, you have the money. You just did it to be a jerk. Yeah, you did. And to beat her family and not his. Yeah. You uh, I'd be pissed. I'd be too. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me tell you mine. I have one, and really, what's let, I'm going to see how well you know me. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read mine, and then let's talk about. I want you to guess the point of contention for me. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay. Now you've got this. Okay. I know you've got this. Okay. It says, um, "My dad is dating a girl about the same age as me." Ew. There's a twenty-something age gap between the two of them. I want him to be happy, but why do I feel some kind of way about it? <laughs> Okay, what is my source of contention con- Contention in that? Some kind of way? Some kind of way. Why That's, do people say that? That is not a descriptive word. Doesn't everybody feel some kind of way about everything? That is my biggest, oh. l- my latest pet peeve I about the it. way teenagers talk. I felt some kind of way. Yeah, everybody feels some kind of way. Every emotion is some kind Every of Every emotion is some kind of happy? way. Are you sad? It Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Are you sleepy? Are, Are you one of the seven dwarves? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so bad. Uh, why do I feel some kind of way? What does that mean? What kind of way do you feel? Do you feel happy? If you could tell us the kind of way you feel, we, maybe we could diagnose if you should feel that way. Like, how about, I really want my dad to be happy. But it still is a little off-putting to me it that he's a dating a twenty-year-old. That he's dating a child. Yes. Be descriptive. Use your words. <laughs> you are allowed to feel any kind of way, but tell us but what kind of way you feel. But some kind of way doesn't describe how you're feeling. I I hate, hate that phrase. I hate modern day. <laughs> <laughs> We're so because I re- this is the thing. The guy dating somebody with a twenty-year age gap. You know what? If your kids are grown and and you're like it sounds like from this that this girl this person is not living at home like the kids are grown and now dad is dating somebody 20 years younger good on him Whatever. you know what i mean do your do your thing you do you dad sure but some kind of way i hate it i can't even i can't even relate to that i'm done i'm out so that's your whole <laughs> that's it that's all i have to say that's your whole and thing the other thing that i hate is when people say what is it? Whatever. What? No. Whenever. Whenever. Like whenever when they, I saw him walk in the door, I felt some kind of way yeah, about whenever those I, capri yeah. pants he was wearing. Okay. Whenever does not depict a specific moment in time. Exactly. Whenever is an arbitrary moment in time. Exactly. So, like, if you're talking about something specific, don't use the word whenever. Right. Like, when he came, I did this or that. Yeah. But not whenever. Because no. that means just randomly when this person showed up you felt some kind of way i can't even whenever is like whenever this happens whenever this thing happens like whenever i'm hungry i get lightheaded it's not whenever you came over the other day 
Because it's not specific. Whenever. It's when you came over the other day, this happened. I hate that. Specific point in and time. And every Gen Zer uses that. Oh, and it is incorrect. So and we would like to go on the record right now. Saying it is wrong. Saying to stop. S- stop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Your turn. Um, I would like to go on the record also saying whenever Aaron dies. <laughs> I would like to date someone 20 years younger. Why not? As long as they're not a gold digger. No. No. They've so, got to they gotta be pulling their own weight. Yeah. That's what bothers me with men dating women 20 years younger. Whatever. Do whatever you want to do. Live but your life. also be aware that she might not actually like you. She might like your money more than she likes you. Right. And if you're okay with that. Cool. If you're both in agreement, sure. Fine. She likes your money. You like her. Cool. As if, long as it's on the up and up. Exactly. Fair. Yeah. But I'm not going to date a gold digger. If Aaron dies and I get that inheritance or that no. life insurance money. Yeah. You will not be digging anything. I'll date a 30-year-old as long as they're bringing something to the table. <laughs> they're bringing in the bacon, baby. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I am very okay. shallow. I'm sure Aaron loves to hear this. Okay. He does. Your turn. Okay, well, I have a few. Oh, what do I do? What do I do? I'm going to do another Oh Honey, and then I would like to end with a T-I-F-U, if you would allow. Please do. Okay. Um, okay, so this man, he did not give very good backstory, so I'm going to clarify. His dad owns a bakery that he runs with a crew. So okay. he makes, like, really nice, like, baked goods that people put in orders for, for like events. Okay. Okay. So he's engaged to a woman who's pregnant with his baby. Okay. Okay. And maybe, I don't even know if they're engaged, um, but they're together. Just make it up. Okay. <laughs> so They're engaged now. They're engaged. So he basically says, um, I recently got two massive orders for pastries for two weddings and a few other parties. I had spent a week working with my team on the orders as it was 75 to 100 per item. To dollars? I don't know. Well, we finished yesterday and the team decided, I and the team, decided to go out to the movies to just relax. Big mistake. My now ex had a party planned without asking me in the home. So he pays for the home. She lives there, doesn't work. Just sits on, he says she sits on her butt doing nothing. I'm sure that's what it is. (laughs) She's never had a job. She just waits for everyone to hand her what she needs. We've recently found out she's pregnant a month and a half ago, but she's been using it it as an excuse. At first, it was just one or two of them, but it gradually became one to two to 15 to 20, which he's talking about pastries. He did not clarify, but basically she wanted him to make her extra food from the bakery. Okay. Which, because she was pregnant and wanted her fix, right? Okay, yes. But she's never had a job, um, so she says, he says one or two more wasn't an inconvenience. And so he was fine with making her extra pastries, right, because she's pregnant with his child. Okay. However, yesterday was the last straw. When I went out, she threw a party with 14 of her friends, and they got hungry. So they made their way down to the shop and went through nearly everything my team made. My dad owns the bakery. It's not too far down from our house, so it wasn't that hard to get in. Well, when we came back, we found my ex with 14 of her friends wasted on nearly $1,000 worth of pastries. (laughs) (laughs) I nearly lost my shit and started screaming at her, asking what she was doing and why she thought this was okay. 
She blamed it on the pregnancy cravings and tried to say that she wanted the baby to eat well. A thousand dollars for the pastries. Good, good job, mom. But when I asked her about her friends, she said they also had cravings, sympathy cravings, huh? <laughs> Were they smoking weed? We don't know. I kicked her out and had to call to explain everything to both parties, like the people that had ordered the pastries for their weddings. No, what you? There's nothing you can explain. My pregnant girlfriend ate. Nope. You better get your crew back. In All there of your eclairs. And make more eclairs. Uh huh. So he had to give a full refund, refund for both of them, and there was like nothing. Like they had nothing left. So he basically that was the end. And then he says, um, update. She called. So he was kind of like. So they were together at this point. He broke up with her on the spot, like, okay. I'm done with you, and then threatened to call the police on her and her friends. So she says she ended up calling me on her parents' phone around 7 to 8 a.m., screaming at me for posting our private lives for everyone to see. So she saw this post. Uh-oh. She then proceeded to ask me through crocodile tears if I would press charges on her and her friends for having fun. I replied yes. And as I was about to hang up, she brought up the child, as to which I told her to get a paternity test for, or it would not be my problem. So anyway, she was saying she was just trying to be hospitable. It was rude of me to kick them out. She's saying he doesn't care about her. And he just hung up on her and broke up with her at this point. I thought she was an ex. Was she not an ex? So when he said ex, it was because he was writing after. Like, he basically broke up with her and said, I'm done with you. Okay. So that's why he's referring to her So that's why she's the ex. So So at the time, they were living together. Current girlfriend. She's pregnant with his baby. Okay, that's bullshit. (gasps) Sometimes. Okay, I'm just going to say this. I've had six children. I have birthed six (laughs) children. Yep. And I understand pregnancy cravings, but I don't think they're that real. No. Like, I mean, I get that when you're pregnant, some things sound better. But you don't, like, you don't sabotage your partner's business over it. Can you imagine? Like, go to the 7-Eleven and buy a damn Twinkie. <laughs> get those, you know, those six packs of powdered donuts? Oh, yeah. Those things are so good. You do not need to sabotage. Like, you. that is, I am so over that, like, oh, had to send my husband to go out and get pickles at 2 a.m. Because I'm pregnant. And it That's was bullshit. Like, this out of control, you can't control things. Remember the one we did, like, clear in the beginning where she ate, like, full pies and hid yes. it at home? Yes. And he wanted, like, a piece of pie and she'd eaten the entire pie. Because this is the thing. Because she couldn't I'm, control herself. Yeah. I'm laying in bed at night and I'm like, wow, I think a Snickers would sound really good right now. Is it because I'm pregnant? No. <laughs> it's because I'm a fat ass <laughs> and I want a Snickers. Like, I think sometimes we're just using that as an excuse. Yeah. It's very easy to do that when you're pregnant. Yeah. Which is why I gained 70 pounds. Which is, and that this is a thing. I'm growing a human in my body. My partner should pay for some of that. Give me yeah, some. Yeah, you're right. If yeah. I want a snicker, you should be going to get that snicker. But it's also not an uncontrollable. It's not uncontrollable. And also, if she's been with him, she knows that he doesn't make a thousand dollars worth of pastries to for fun s- to sit on a shelf to be eaten by whoever comes along. Yeah, this that is, is so like rude. for a private. I cannot imagine. Like, can you imagine? I would. Ugh. So when my little sister was getting married, Lindsay, we had ordered these eclairs from this bakery in Utah that my mom grew up going to. 
Mm-hmm. And so she ordered these eclairs and these little cookies with frosting the, you know, the wedding colors. Yeah. So she calls like mm, a couple weeks before and says, hey, can I cancel the cookies but add like, um, I think she said like 10 more eclairs. Uh-huh. Because she was thinking, we probably have too much, but let's get a few more eclairs. So my sister got married in Utah where we were going to pick up the baked goods. And then she had her reception the next night in Idaho. So we go to Utah. We go to the reception. We go to the bakery to pick up the things. And we notice a whole bakery case full of the cookies with her wedding colors that she had canceled. And oh, my shoot. mom was like, were those our cookies? And they're like, yeah, but it's fine. Like, we'll... We can sell them. Mm-hmm. Well, then she they start loading up the eclairs that she'd ordered. And box after box after box is coming out. And my mom was like, <laughs> how many eclairs did we get? And they were like, I can't remember the number. But they're like, well, then you called and got 10 dozen more. So there's 100 more. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I meant 10. She wanted 10. She like, wanted like 10. Not even a dozen. She wanted 10 more eclairs. <gasps> they gave us 10 dozen more eclairs. Oh, my gosh. So they're loading, like, 120 eclairs more than we needed into the car. Oh, my gosh. But my mom felt so guilty because she saw the cookies, like, in the case that she She's had. like, I can't turn back these yeah. 98 eclairs. So we had mean. eclairs in our freezers for, like, a year. All right. Are you ready for me? I am. This I love this because this sounds like something my husband would do. Ooh. Okay, it says, I am a father of three boys from ages 12 to 17 and a husband of one woman. My wife, is an, yeah. my wife is an amazing woman with very few flaws. One of these, again, few flaws is her anger. When she's not happy, she has a habit of kind of making everyone else's day worse. For example, if she has a ba- if she's had a bad day at work, I know it's likely that I'll get fussed out for something she usually doesn't care about. For my boys, I know it's as rough I know it's rough as they really don't want to argue with their mother. On previous bad days, my wife has went off and overboard on our kids for small things such as leaving the toilet seat up or leaving a paper plate out. To combat this, I made a group chat with all of the boys that we call bad day alert. <laughs> <laughs> The way it works is that if one of us notices that my wife is not exactly having a good day uh, and will make it our problem, we simply text bad day into the chat so the others can prepare. Brilliant. Yeah. We also use it for just quick guy talk, but its main purpose is to warn in case of a bad day. (laughs) I love this so much. When we get a bad day alert, we do what we can to ensure that no one gets in trouble. It also gives me time to prepare to cook or pick up dinner that she really loves and take care of any chores that are typically hers. That way, she's able to come home and just decompress from the bad day without lashing out at any of us. Oh, my gosh. So prior to this, my wife was not aware of it. She did, however, find out. (laughs) My sister-in-law recently moved in, just temporarily, and my wife had a bad day. My oldest son notified the rest of us. (laughs) I love this. Our youngest son thought it would be smart to notify his aunt. And then he says... He was right to do so. I just hadn't thought about her. Sure. (laughs) She questioned him about everything, and he spilled the beans. My sister-in-law told my wife, and now she's mad at me. She says it's wrong of me to do that because I'm essentially teaching our kids to treat her like an angry child. (laughs) I protested that it was beneficial for all of us, but she refused to hear it. 
I really think I was doing a good thing for all by starting this. Am I the asshole? You are brilliant. You're a genius. And I want to marry you. Yes, please. Be my husband and Aaron start a bad day alert with our children. I love this. It's brilliant. I don't because this is the thing. It's not like they all get on the website or get on the group chat and like talk crap about her. Right. They're just like, hey, warning. Right. And then they all scurry to do great things for her. Right. Why is anything wrong with that? I think that is a new love language. I do too. And I would like to know how often this happens because it seems like it's few and far between. Yeah. And everybody has a bad day. And if I. If there was an alert about my bad day and everyone just accommodated me... I I would start every day with a bad day. (laughs) I'd be like, hells to the yes. Yes. Like, leave... Like, don't leave the dirty dishes out. Don't, like... Mom's You're going to bring me takeout? Yes. What is the problem here? Like, Susan. Yeah. I I think her sister ruined it for her. I do, too. Like, don't get all defensive. No. Like, somebody's going to do stuff for you. It's Every day's a bad the day then. saying, hey, mom's had a rough day. Let's make sure that we... Let's all go above and beyond. <laughs> Let's not trigger her. And I do get that they're doing it for, like, part of it is selfish because they don't want it to be taken out on them. Yeah. But, like, we all do that. Yeah. Unfortunately, when we're having a bad day, someone besides us needs to suffer. <laughs> yeah. And I get that. The, the part of it is selfish. Hey, we don't want to get yelled at. But you're not... But help me help you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if this is a win for everybody involved. There's no downside. This is a win for mom who gets dinner prepared for her. Yeah. And extra jobs done so she doesn't have to. This is a win for kids because they don't get in trouble. This is a win for dad because he doesn't get chewed out. Like, tell me the downside of this. I don't see a downside. There's not one. I'm guessing she was just embarrassed because her sister... Is it her sister? Yeah saw this and was like, whoa, this must be really bad if you have such bad days that your whole family needs to be, like a bat signal needs to be sent out. <laughs> to like, I just think sister is imposing enough. Don't ruin a good thing. Right. Don't you move in here and, and start disrupting the natural flow of things in this house. This is working for the family. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be messed with. Yeah, I blame her. I'm going to start my own bad day alert text. I know. Me too. Just I'm going to go ahead and start this, and then I'm just going to pull myself out of it. <laughs> or or I'm going to be in it and then just send a text and say, hey, feeling like it's a bad day today. Bad day alert. Yeah, How I'll about, send them. By the time no I get home, game. every dish needs to be done, no messes, and dinner needs to be on the table. Yes. Bad day. Yes, it's a bad day. I feel like I should have more anger. It's a great day for a bad day. Uh-huh. If I had more anger issues, maybe this would happen for me. It's never too late. I feel like it's a flaw. (laughs) I think he sounds like a great husband. I do, too. He's trying to protect his wife, and just he's just trying to make her happy. Yep. He might get a little something-something at the end of the day. A little something-something at the end of the day. You know? There's a Yeah. Yeah. A little something-something. Don't ruin it, sister. She ruined it. I hate the sister. And I feel like if the wife had found out a different way, she might have, like, let it go. Yeah. But I feel like when other people bring something to you, sometimes you feel the need to react the way they think you should. The sister probably set her down and said, I have to tell you something Uh really upsetting, and I don't want you to fall apart. (laughs) I'm here. 
They marry her for you. They for y'all. Your family <sighs> thinks you are unstable. They have a bad alert day. <laughs> uh, texting stream where they always talk shit about you. Right. So yeah, she probably like, felt like she's she, probably jealous. Yeah. I hate this sister. She probably felt like she had to react to save face in front of her sister. Stupid. Which I would have been like, you know what? Hey. Bring is, on the bad day. Bring on the bat signal. I'm telling Robin right now, don't you interfere. Don't interfere. If there is a bad day text stream in my family, you let that sucker ride. It is working for us. For everyone. Yeah, I like it. Okay. No, you are not. You are not the asshole. No. For doing this. No. Husband. No, you're a good man. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Okay. Okay. Here is my TIFU. And this is a little warning for all the cat owners out there. You know, I am a crazy cat lady. And I'm not going to read the the title. Okay. So I'll start out by saying that I have an awesome pair of noise-canceling headphones that I wear when doing chores around the house, and they work well, like really well. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm jamming out, unloading the dishwasher, and I remember I have some laundry to fold and wash and more to wash. So I go to the dryer and had done a load of bedding that was dry but still in the dryer. I decide I'm going to fluff everything up and get wrinkles out before I fold everything. As you should. Who among us? That's what you do. You let me get it hot so that I can... Yeah. Hot and steamy. Hot and steamy. So the, I don't know if this is a man or a woman. So the, the writer closes the dryer and I start the dryer. Now, thankfully, I have two cats and see the other one standing in the laundry room immediately looking very scared. Puffed out fur, but she won't run away like she usually would when startled. She's just looking at the dryer and back at me, back to the dryer, back at me, still supremely puffed up. I think maybe the dryer is scaring her and she needs to use the litter box, which is right next to the dryer. Sometimes if there's change or something left in the pocket rattling in the dryer, she doesn't like it. So I turn off the dryer like, okay, you can use now, but she doesn't go. She's just standing there looking all puffy. (laughs) This is when I take my headphones off and I hear something in the dryer. (gasps) The cat. Ah! Oh, the cat. I open it up and cat number two comes bolting out. (laughs) Oops. He had decided at some point to take a nap on the bedding in the dryer and I closed the poor baby in there and started the dryer. This all happened in the span of maybe 10 to 15 seconds before I turned it off and thankfully was unharmed and got lots of treats and extra snuggles and I feel like a monster. <laughs> my other cat is a hero. She got my attention and legit saved his life. I'm so grateful to her and happy nothing worse happened. So check your dryer for cats before you start them. The question that I have is who just leaves their dryer open? Do you? Yeah, sometimes. <gasps> you have cats, you I know. savage. And my cats have gone in there. Ooh. That's why I was like, this could so that could be you. That easily you. happen. My cats are little bitches, and when we go out of town, we'll. Re- I think most of our viewers will remember the shitting in the Legos. Yes. Situation. Yes. yes. And lately, they will. They go in laundry because yes. it absorbs. And they can, like, dig in there. Need. They yes. need with their hands. Yes. So now when we go out of town, we have to shut every bedroom door and la- and because they will go in the laundry. And then we'll come home and they'll be like, my laundry smells like pee. Ew. So this is a very legitimate, I can see a cat. Like, my cats have gone in my dryer and, like, nestled on the bedding. Yeah. Mm. I know. How funny that that other cat was so, like, intuitive. Yeah. To- yeah. 
Yeah. My cats, if one is like, one time we came home and one of my cats was missing, and that's a whole different story. It had been napped. It had been cat napped. Didn't it go to a different city? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I remember that. And, like, one of my neighbors gave it to her sister, gave it to a farm. It was a whole thing. We had to go find stuff. it. But my cat, my other cat was walking around the house, like, freaking out, meowing. But like I, don't think, I don't think I'm in tune with my cats enough to be like, what is happening? Like, I think. Like, that you would, you would just be like, it's fine. Let yeah. the dryer run its course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so. on you. I know. <laughs> so crazy. Anyway. Ooh, yeah. But terrible. you've heard of kids falling asleep in laundry, like the dryer? Who does that? I'm, I don't know. You know, I'm sorry, but that just is a, a bit far-fetched yeah. for me. Okay. All you right. another one? I have a, this is my last one for the okay. day. And this is just, okay, I'm just going to read it. Okay. Your first one wasn't much of a, no. I loved it. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I went on a hike with my husband and a group of his friends. Picture yourself, Brooke. On a hike with Aaron and some of his friends. Ew. On the way back, I asked my husband to carry me the rest of the way. <laughs> he was... <laughs> so many things wrong so early on. Do right? I weigh 90 pounds in this fantasy? Does it matter? Am I a full-grown adult that can walk myself <laughs> down the hill? I just want to know if I'm my <sighs> current weight or... <laughs> Suddenly weigh less than 100 pounds. Okay. Because I can't imagine asking anybody to carry me. I Even if you're 90 pounds, nobody is going to carry you. You're an adult. I don't even carry my 60-pound 10-year-old. Uh, Come okay. on. He was having a conversation with three of his friends when I asked, but they went quiet after I interrupted. Yeah, they did. They were shocked. I told them they could keep talking and ignore me. <laughs> This is so stupid. They could ignore me on his back. Um, but one of the women told me their conversation was private and that I shouldn't have come if I couldn't handle it, even though she and others had asked more than once if the group could take a break. So I was obviously not the only one struggling. Okay. Okay. There, there is a difference between, like, struggling on a hike and asking... <laughs> As a full-grown adult female, if somebody can carry me down the hill. Carry you. Okay. Okay. Just so we're clear. It was super awkward since she was obviously annoyed by me, but also continued walking next to us. No, so now she's in the wrong. Okay. A few other spouses. And by us, now she's attached to her husband. I'm a... Yeah. She's climbed up on his back. She's in the Kelty backpack, apparently. Yes. yes. A few other spouses asked to be carried. And it caused... <gasps> Who are these people? She started a chain reaction. Yeah. And it caused some arguments when they were told no. And she made a comment about how it was my fault. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> my husband told her to stop and then made a joke about his friends being too weak to carry their spouses, <gasps> which caused some of them to try. Who are so these now people? they're hauling their wife's asses down the hill. <laughs> This ended up slowing the whole group down, and the woman kept making indirect comments blaming me for ruining the hike. Am I the asshole? I don't know what you are, but you are not a full-grown adult. <laughs> you, yes, you are. Yeah. I think the long and short of it is yes, you are. Did he bring a baby Bjorn for I, you? What is going on? I, what is going on? Thank Suddenly, you. All these men are carrying their wives. If I ever turned to my husband and said, Ooh, I'm really tired. Can you carry me <laughs> down the hill? 
He would. What? Wow. Well, in a, what world? I literally weigh five pounds less than my husband. Okay, I don't care if you weigh 86 pounds You're and right. your husband is 400. Okay, <laughs> we're in an adult setting with grown adult human beings. You agreed to go on a hike. I mean, this isn't Everest. They didn't say that they were hiking Everest. <laughs> yeah. I can't. This is so weird. Codependency is so unattractive. I remember one time hiking with my husband before we got married, and I was like, can you just, like, push me? <laughs> a little bit. Wow. And he put his hands on my back and just like pushed Gave me. Gave a little push up. And up. I was like, this actually helps so much. Okay, so you are the woman on her husband's but back. I, it was a little bit. Oh my god. I was like, this is actually really helpful. But like, I didn't know how outdoorsy and fit he was. Okay, but like, I feel, I just feel like this is so weird. I would never even carry my kit. Like, when they are out of the like backpack age where you hike with them on your back. Yeah, you're on your own. You're out of it. Like, yeah. you walk. And if you're going with your spouse and friends <laughs> in a group setting, please don't ever ask me if you could just climb up on my back. And <laughs> what is that? I'm just picturing this woman, like, whole, like monkeying, like, holding onto him, and he's just climbing. And she's like, oh, just don't mind me. And I'm fine. All these other adult women are like, that looks nice. Can you carry me? So gross and Who weird. Who are these people? Yeah, you're not an asshole. You're just an idiot. You're just weird. You're just an idiot. And have no shame because how embarrassing. And no like, social skills. Even if I sprained my ankle, I would not let somebody carry me no, out of I'm there. No, I'm going to say if you did sprain your ankle, Maybe. That's a different thing, but yeah. I would have to be life flighted before I would let a human being carry me. <laughs> like, if you think you're tired, you don't think your husband, like, if this is a if this is a hard enough walk that you feel like you can't carry on, you want your husband to hoist you <laughs> on his back and trudge down. What is How happening? Embarrassing. I'm just embarrassed for all of humankind. I am. A, just don't hike. Like, don't hike. If you don't want to hike. Go to the bar. Get a cocktail. Yeah. Say, hey, wives, let's go. Let's get a drink. Yeah. Let's go do that and let these husbands be in the wilderness. Let's sit by the pool. Yeah. Let's sip a mimosa. Let's have some autonomy. Yeah. Let's go to a yoga class. They do what they want. We do it. If you don't want to hike, don't agree to go on the hike. No. And don't feel like, don't impose. <laughs> like, if your husband and his friends want to go hike... You don't have to be the wife that's like, oh, I'm going. I'm yeah. going. Like, just let him go. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, it's funny so that gross. all the other wives jumped on board and was like, that looks fun. How embarrassing. I hate women. I would be humiliated. Yeah. I mean, I am. I am right now. Almost the size of my husband, and he's 6'3", but still, it doesn't matter. Wow. No. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. We got to wrap this up. We do. How about a... A quick barren truth. The barren truth. The barren truth. You brought up a a topic last week for the barren truth. I did. Let's revisit that. It was, if you grew up poor, which I caveated with middle class. Okay. Or like many of us with five or six siblings. So even if your parents had good jobs, when there's six kids to support, like you're watching every time... What do you buy now as an adult that feels like a luxury? Hmm. Do you have an answer? Um, I got to think for a minute. What is your answer to that? My answer. Let me first. So I put it on our stories 
and I put it on our feed, but most people responded with the little button on our stories. So I went to check today, and they had disappeared. Uh-oh. I didn't realize that's how life works. Okay. That's how stories now work. Now we know. But I know some of the answers were from your daughter, Katie, name brand cereal. <laughs> you look so offended. Okay. Um, there was um, name brand, kind of anything that's not like anything, uh, what's the word? Name brand. Yeah. So like no, anything name brand is is living the high life. Exactly. Um, for some people on Facebook, they said like cleaning products, not from the dollar store. Oh, I did see that one. Um, non-store brand ice cream and popsicles. Okay. Um, Annie said a peanut buster parfait from Dairy Queen. And oh. <laughs> I have to fully agree. So we had a Dairy Queen right by our house. And on the rare occasion we went, which was after dance recitals, mm-hmm. it was like you could get a dilly bar or like a little sundae. Like don't even look at the blizzards. Because that was way too don't much. Don't look at the peanut buster parfait. And we had um, what are called home teachers in our church, which were like your kind of people that like came to your house and checked on you and taught you lessons. Well, we loved ours. They were named the Connells, and they would take us out to Dairy Queen on our birthdays. Wow. Just them and us. (gasps) And I remember going one time, and he said, you can get anything you want. And I was like, what? Like this the fact has never happened before. It really hadn't. Like mine was like dilly buster or lower. Like you yeah. don't venture into the peanut buster into parfait. Peanut buster. And oh. I remember getting a peanut buster parfait and being and like, it, was, it changed you. It did. I was like, this. They are rich. Like this birthday defined me. It as did. A like it must have. The fact that I, I probably, I couldn't have been more than eight. Wow. So the fact that I remember that. So Annie Monkberg. I relate to you. <laughs> and then Allison said hair care other than suave. Oh, yeah. We were big suavies. D- what was the brand? No, no, no. Was v- we did. Uh, we did. Um, what was the one that was Vidal like? Sassoon? No, no, no. Pink. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh. They were pink and red. Um, oh. I don't know. My sister will know right now. I know. Um, pink. They were pink and it was. Ours was remember. either Suave or Vidal Sassoon. Ours and I had Vidal. forgotten what it was called. I'm like, what was the one that started with a V? And it's disgusting. Like, you watch, you wash your hair with it, and your hair feels so much worse than when you started. Like, it would be better if you were just homeless. It would. And then, <laughs> never washed your hair. Which I um, stopped washing my hair this summer, by the way. Good job. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the pink one was. Oh, my gosh. Was it? Did they call it pink cream? No. We had pink cream because when I grew up in the 80s, I don't think conditioner was a thing. Yeah. So we had this stuff called pink cream that you would put in your hair and then brush it. And then my mom would do those pink curlers, the foam curlers. Yes, I know the foam curlers. Yeah. So I don't know, but like legit salon hair care. Salon selectives. Oh. Salon selectives. Do you remember salon selectives? Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It was like, yeah. I mean, we felt like it was real salon, like shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. (laughs) But it was But it was cheap. It was cheap. It was like Walmart. Yeah. Um, Let's see. My mom. Okay. So I don't feel like we really grew up poor. Right. But my dad was super frugal. Right. So I remember like all my friends getting school clothes that were like Gap and all, you know. Yeah. And I 
like not even Gap, but like Nordstrom and um, Calvin Klein oh, and Gap was big and for all us. of those. Yeah. And my dad, I remember my dad being like, "This is your budget. Yeah, Just do what you Spend want. Spend it how you want." And will. I remember one time I bought two. He gave me like two hundred dollars, and I bought two sweatshirts. <gasps> one of them was a Calvin Klein, and I don't remember what the other one was, but I'm like. That's it. I'd rather have two name brand sweatshirts than five non-name brand. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, we totally did. Um, like that was a big deal. But my mom, my mom never brought, never bought generic brand anything. Oh really? Never. Oh wow. Like every soup that we had was Campbell's. Uh-huh. Ev- like she never bought generic. Oh. And it was so that was like. I grew up on. Generic. Yeah. But as as a parent, especially when I was like a single mom raising kids on my own, it was like Yeah, that would be your comparison. Oh probably yeah. Probably that time so, in your life. Yeah. So much of it was like generic brands of everything. What else? And like the, we would buy the big bags of cereal as a which is what Katie's talking yeah. about, as opposed to like a box of Cheerios or something. Like who has time for that? But you know what? Like that's smart. Yeah. If you've got multiple kids, why not? Why would you not buy the big brand of Toastios? Right. Like in some ways, like it doesn't even matter how much money you have. Like be smart about it. Be frugal. Be frugal. You're not going to get rich buying boxes of Honey Nut <laughs> Cheerios. Cheerios. What That's what you live on. Ridiculous. In some ways, it's like if you're going to like when you compare labels, especially like ibuprofen, mm-hmm. like drugs. Yeah, it's the same thing. Why would you not buy the Walmart brand of ibuprofen? So here's a story. My dad was the vice president for, for um, Amalgamated, sugar. Amalgamated Sugar Company. And I remember him telling me that they would sell so much of their sugar every year to, like, Kroger. Yeah. And they would package it as, like, the the store brand. Store brand. Yeah. Yeah. Same sugar, people. That's it was what it the is. same sugar. Uh-huh. And so now I'm like, you know what? How do I know I'm not getting real Campbell's soup wrapped in a Kroger Value brand? That's exactly can of right. Soup. Most of the time it is. Some things you can tell the difference. We did decide, remember, at our last camping trip at what? Camping? It was at my cabin. Okay, we roughed it in the cabin. <laughs> it's nicer than my that house. That the real brand marshmallows toast up better than the for s'mores, great value. Than the great value. But our friend Jessica said the, the store brand marshmallows. Make better Rice Krispie treats. There you go. So you heard it here. There you go. Mine is Costco batteries. When I buy the big pack of batteries, and they just like I don't even need them. Like you they're just not. Buy them to have like I there. didn't buy a four pack because I need them for for my remote or whatever. It's like I have thirty six batteries just for the taking. You're like I'm a freaking millionaire. I do. I'm like <laughs> I don't even need these. They're just here. I don't even want them. I'm just going to buy them cuz I can. Exactly. I uh, my friend Allison said like berries, like berries and grapes. Mm. That makes her feel, you know, like rich, rich because they can afford the berries. Come I on children, of... let's have some fruit for a snack. Let's have some blueberries. <laughs> blueberries. I feel that like yeah the, like because berries could be expensive berries are a rip off when I buy them I'm like okay like berries and cream berries and cream I'm a little boy who likes berries and cream yep yes what's yours um I just think I I just think name brand yeah just like toilet paper no, name brand oh, toilet paper name brand to- that is somewhere that's an area that you really shouldn't scrimp and Aaron did buy the the generic the other day and I'm like can we please not are we in a third world country <laughs> can we please not 
I cannot one ply my hind end. And someone said towels. Like he'd mm. grown up with like really threadbare towels. So buy a towels. nice towel. Like a plush towel. Yes. I need new towels, something fierce. I remember my mom buying us all like one. It was like one of those big, when those oversized towels came oh, out. Oh, yeah. And being like, this is your towel. Like you're in charge Use of it. it wisely. And I was like, I love this towel. Oh, I do love that for you. Are your sheets still holding up? Your new sheets? Yes. Although Jake made me take the top sheet off. Why? Because he said it just, it, we slide we slide around way too much on them. He but then you're going to have to wash your, wash your comforter I know, twice but, as often. But he feels like that top sheet is just much too slippery. Too slippery. Yeah. It's a sacrifice I made for our marriage. Okay. I am currently Chloe Kardashian my pantry. Mm. I spent probably $200 on clear organizers, and my pantry is going to look like a freaking Kardashian, and you, you're going to be jealous. You know, I hate famous people. I heard the Kardashians took out their butt implants now that they're dating white people. Oh, good. <laughs> yep, so. Good. Oh, the butt implants that they tell. didn't have? Yeah. Okay, good. Yep. Good job. Okay. Good job. We are so out of time. So out of time. Okay, I'm going to tell you next week for the Barren Truth, okay. I'm going to be looking for um, times that you misheard part of a conversation that left you embarrassed or confused. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example. Okay. This lady writes, I was walking down the street and a man called out, nice boots. <laughs> so I said, thank you, they're new. <laughs> <laughs> he openly gaped at me, then it hit me. He didn't say nice <gasps> boots, he said nice boobs. Wow. So anything that, anytime that you've responded to a conversation or thought you heard something and it was different than what you thought. <gasps> I have um, one. And hey. it haunts me. It haunts you. Oh, I this can't wait. This happened like 30 years ago. Hey, don't say it. Don't I say won't. it until next time. It's Jill Andalyn, if you're listening. Okay. It involves oh, you. Oh, I can't wait. You're okay. going to die. So write in at truthfairiespot at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook or Instagram or I'll whatever other it. social media when places that we have. Okay. Yeah. Times that you misheard things that you, you know, I mean, we all do it. We smile and nod or we pretend that we heard and we didn't. Uh-huh. And then we look like an idiot. And then you're like, crap. Yeah. Okay, so there awesome. you go. That's a good one. Thank you for listening. Good, good, frickin' bye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.